Well, hello and welcome back to Noah's Window. Yesterday we started talking about the decluttering process of getting rid of the things that we don't want, don't need, and then bringing in the new things, the things that we do need, that we need to be in, in our reach. And we're bringing this into the spiritual realm. So yesterday we talked about the things we needed to get rid of, right? There were anger and rage and malicious behavior, all those things, the five things that we talked about yesterday we need to be rid of. And today we want to talk about, now that we've got those spiritual shelves all cleaned off, what do we need to fill those shelves with? What do we need to fill our heart with that will take the place of those things that came with our flesh? So let's read in the same chapter, Colossians chapter 3, and I'm going to start in verse 12. And this time I'm reading in the Amplified because I think this translation just gives us a little more depth of meaning as we're reading it. So verse 12, so... As God's own chosen people who are holy, that means we're set apart, we're sanctified for His purpose. Remember, we do have a purpose, and He's given us that purpose. And well-beloved by God Himself, here, here's what we're going to put on. Put on a heart of compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. And it goes on to say, which has the power to endure whatever injustice or unpleasantness comes with good temper. Can we read that again? Let's just read that list, okay? We're going to put on a heart of compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience, which has the power to endure whatever injustice or unpleasantness comes with good temper. Now, in the world we're living in right now, especially if you're a Christ follower, you're going to have some injustice and some unpleasantness for sure. And what the Bible is telling us here is that we're going to endure that with good temper. That's what God has given us to put on. And it goes on to say, Bearing graciously with one another and willingly forgive each other if one has a cause for complaint against one another. Just as the Lord has forgiven you, so should you forgive. Beyond all these things, put on and wrap yourselves in unselfish love, which is the perfect bond of unity for everything is bound together in agreement when each one seeks the best for others. And if we all were seeking the best for others, we would have a lot less problems, wouldn't we? Okay, the one that seeks the best for others. So verse 15, Let the peace of Christ, the inner calm of one who walks daily with Him, be the controlling factor in your hearts, deciding and settling questions that arise. And be thankful to, the God, to God always. Let the spoken word of Christ have its home within you, dwelling in your heart and mind, permeating every aspect of your being, as you teach spiritual things and admonish and train one another with all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness in your hearts to God. Now, keep in mind that this is a letter that was written to a church, and so some of these things are particularly applicable within the church body. And, and you might say, well, of course, you know, as Christ followers, we're going to you know, honor one another in this way, but, but we still have our flesh, and sometimes the, a lot of um, disputes and and ill behavior come up even within the body of Christ. So it's really important to remember these things. So here, let's, let's relist the things we're going to put on the shelf. Remember yesterday we got those shelves empty. We decluttered all the bad stuff. Now let's work on what we're going to fill those shelves with. So the list, tender-hearted mercy or compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, patience, forgiveness, and love. And then in verse 15, at the end of that list, he says, Let the peace of Christ, which is the inner calm of one who walks daily with him, be the controlling factor in your hearts, deciding and settling questions that arise. To this peace indeed you were called as members in one body of believers, and be thankful to God always. 
So, let's remember that inner peace that Christ gives us, that inner calm of one who walks with Him daily. So, there's another admonition to walk with Him daily. And, you know, um, I think there was a, a mentality maybe in our country particularly for a whole lot of years that Sunday was dedicated. You, you went to church and you did your church thing on Sunday and then the rest of the week was just a free-for-all. But that isn't what a life of a Christian should look like. We should be walking with the Lord every day. So I hope every day you start and think about this decluttering process because you know what I've learned? Decluttering isn't just a one-and-done thing. We have to do it over and over, don't we? We have to be on guard. I know after I've cleaned those shelves and I've stocked it with the new things, I have to be careful because those old things start creeping back in there again. So let's take inventory every day and remember the things that we need to throw out and the things we need to put in place in our life with the Lord uh, and with each other. So I hope that will encourage your hearts today to remember with God's help to bring these things into our life, the, the compassion, the kindness, humility, gentleness, patience, forgiveness, and love. And I know, here's the thing I know, you'll feel good about it, and everyone around you will feel good about it as well. And in fact, if we have these qualities and enduring when we have been uh, treated with unpleasantness, as it says, persecution and unpleasantness, you know, it always makes the people around us kind of stop and notice. Like, why didn't you respond when I provoked you? Why didn't you, the, the way I would have, a person in the world might say, well, I, I wouldn't have put up with that if I were you. So when we behave in a different way than the world does, it calls attention to the fact that we are different. We are different. We're God's children. We're not children of the evil one. We're God's children, and we do uh, behave differently because our hearts are different because God has made them brand new. So I hope that encourages you today. And I hope we can all remember um, to keep this in mind. Colossians 3 is such a wonderful chapter, and there's more, so much more there. So I hope you'll go get your Bible. Read Colossians 3. Memorize Colossians 3 would be even better because there's so much there that can bring direction to our life and understanding to us as, as a Christ follower. So I hope that encourages you today. Let's have a word of prayer. Oh, Father, first of all, thank you so much for the privilege of having your word at our fingertips that we can read and reread and, and meditate on and, and um, guide us in our relationship with you and our relationship with others. And Father, I just pray that even today you would help us to remember these qualities that you have provided for us, that we know if we seek you and in and, and your strength employ these things in our life that we'll have that inner calm that inner peace that only you can give and that we will represent you well in this very um, uh, rage-filled world that we're living in right now and we're just going to trust you father to guide us through the minefields that the evil one has laid before us and and help us to be a different people than the ones that are around us that react in a way that uh, wouldn't honor you. And we're just going to trust you, Father, to help us through this. And I just pray today for every person watching or listening to Noah's window that you would be very close to them in their life, that you would provide their needs, intervene. Father, bring health and provision and uh, wisdom where they need it and guidance. And we're just going to trust you for these things because, Father, we know not only can you guide us through today, but you already know what tomorrow holds. And we want to trust you with that because we know that you have our best interest at heart. And your love for us will guide us if we'll just reach out and depend on you. And Father, for all these things, we thank you and we praise your name. And we pray all these things, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. 
Well, God bless you. I hope you have a wonderful day and a wonderful weekend. I've heard previews of the sermon and you don't want to miss it this weekend at New Spring. So I hope to see you there and Lord willing, we'll see you next Monday on Noah's Window. God bless.